Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Here with Sean Yurt Karan on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Guys, it is uh, getting a little chillier outside every day. We're, uh, we, we had a few warm days, and now it is back to cold. It is Mississippi weather at its finest. You know, if you're having any troubles with your heating or cooling, contact Pure Air Consultants. Pure Air Consultants is celebrating their 20th anniversary of delivering exceptional heating and cooling systems to central Mississippi. And they want to offer you a rare gift, a free labor warranty for five years. Actually, it's nice to see somebody use the word warranty correct. When they're giving it away, if it's free, it's a warranty. So nice, uh, nice when somebody does that properly. Anyway, you get a free labor warranty for five years. Are you tired of expensive heating and furnace repairs or high utility bills? Specialties at Pure Air Consultant include heater installation, furnace installation, heater repair, furnace repair, heating, maintenance, heat pumps, heat recovery, ventilator installation, new construction build, thermostat installation, and more. Financing is available. Contact them today at MyPureAirConsultants.com. MyPureAirConsultants.com. Ream a new degree of comfort. All right. Over the weekend, Laura Loomer broke a huge story. <clears throat> and I think I ended up getting more of the credit <laughs> for it than she did once my videos went viral and stolen over and over and over. But um, T-Mobile has changed its terms of service agreement, and they are now have a tiered fine system for a system they call a shaft. It is, what is it, sex, hate speech. Uh, it's a It's a whole variety of nonsense but at the end of the day they can find you for up to thirty five hundred dollars um for violations including but not limited to shaft and i had the i had the whole thing pulled up here for what shaft stood for but but just just know at the end of the day it's hate speech and drugs and yeah that's it sex hate alcohol tobacco firearms Sorry, we get texts in all the time during the show from, I'm trying to see, uh, like, what do you think, Sean? Yeah, you, you dug back, you dug back and said this is for political campaigns and well, companies only? Yeah, I dug into, I read their document, actually, and what it says here, I'm pulling it up here, it says, um, in January 1st, 2024, T-Mobile is instituting three new fees for non-compliant A2P traffic sent by non-consumers. The result in a severity zero violation. A non-consumer is a business organization or entity that uses messaging to communicate with consumers. Consumers being private users like you, me, or you. So it's a it's it's a, it's applicable to businesses, organizations, and other entities like political campaigns and that kind of things. You know, the part that throws me off is the alcohol, tobacco, and farms. Like what what political campaign is? And one of the things I read was like attempting to sell drugs. Yeah, cannabis is part of it. They, um, you know, marijuana, CBD, illegal prescriptions and solicitation. And this, I guess, goes to businesses that are selling those kinds of products, not just political campaigns, like yeah. business marketing. You know, we all get those texts that say, hey, Sean, you know, what, you want to buy this or whatever. I mean, we get everybody gets 10 of them a day yeah. from various things. So it's, it's, it's applying to those kinds of text messages on these mass uh, text message marketing campaigns. Well, let's roll this forward a little bit and play a little what, what about, what if. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, this has been a very hot topic on my on my timeline since uh, Christmas Day. Uh, I did a story on it Christmas Day. I feel like that's the direction things are going. 
with this. I think they're going. They're, they're what, clearly what they're telling you is they can read your text messages. Yeah, it sounds like they can. It's some. It's, I didn't know that they could do that. They can actually read yeah, it but. in some capacity. There, there's obviously keywords that they can ping on if they come through their system. Which, of course, we knew this was happening. We well, knew they had to have the ability to do this. Yeah, I. You know, I, I think we've talked about this before. We were, we were doing the Polos trial, remember, and about text before when we used to subpoena those records. We could never, at that time, this is ten years ago, get the content of the message. We were never able to access that. Now, I don't know. I assume that the carrier maybe is able to do that, especially with today's technology. So that may be what this regards. Obviously, with the, um, with these kind of they're you know regulating the kinds of marketing campaigns, businesses, and political campaigns can do. I, or I don't know if they're relying upon people complaining or how that works. So that'd be an interesting thing to dig into how they actually view the messages or how that works. Well, like I said, I believe that this is. Uh, I'm sure they're using AI for this, mm-hmm. and I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan of this. I'm not a fan of them being able to read my text messages. You know, I've been telling people in these group texts for a while now, be careful what you say. Um, they, If anybody ever gets in trouble, I mean, they can just read your text. They can read your text. And I think, it, uh, I, I think Lynn Fitch and all of our attorney generals need to sue them now. Sue them on behalf of businesses. They do not need to be involved in your text messages. Yeah, I, you know, here, I just pulled up one section of their it's T-Mobile's agreement here. It talks about, it says, you know, spam, fraudulent or misleading messages, directions or endorsements of violence, inappropriate contact, uh, profanity or hate speech, endorsement of illegal drugs. Then again, this goes to non-consumer users, which are businesses doing, or political campaigns doing marketing, cam- mark, some sort of marketing campaign. But I would, I think I told you this yesterday, The what what's interesting to me is like, how do you, how do you define when a political campaign wants to send hate speech? And the example I'd use is like, what if we say, you know, let's fight the terrorists of Hamas or whatever? Is that considered hate speech to a group of people? Like, who does that, you know, who gets to pick that? That's a great point. Uh, you know, Chris just texted in and said, uh, as, as someone with 25 years in civil rights matters, ask Sean if he agrees that with my post there is no such thing as hate speech. I mean, I guess in what context? Like, did you have a First Amendment right to say that? Yeah, I mean, this is obviously doing the private entity here. Um, and what I, I get, what he's, I get what Chris is trying to say. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say what in context. Okay, we're talking about like we're talking about a government. We're talking about a private entity. It's like, what they get to pick for that is hate speech. I guess. You know, I guess it was the First Amendment's not applying. And now, unless you say the First Amendment's going to apply because they're a regulated utility, and I don't know if that if it does, I'd have to look that up. Whether it's that's considered, if they're able to screen what you say, I, you know, I don't know enough about cell phone usage to, you know, to, to to dive into that yet. But you know, I think it's interesting, interesting to look up. Right, let's take a call. We got Jerry on the line. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Sean, you, you beat me to the punch. Who's going to be the one determining what is what? But it goes back to the platforms that they'll just de-platform you, and then you have to, quote, fight for your right because they have so many people sitting on a keyboard that may not like Sean because he's Turkish heritage or whatever. Not saying I do that to you, but, you know, just throw you off of everything and basically take away your credit cards, and then you got to fight and say, well, I didn't say that. Well, six years later, after you've gone bankrupt and your business is gone, guess what? Oh, well, we were wrong. Look at Twitter. What happened at Twitter? They were kicking people off because of a political ideology saying that they said something and they didn't. And now we have a new owner of Twitter, 
and the Twitter files come out. And then you have Matt Taibbi and the other guy who the FBI and CIA and IRS go after because he is exposing it as a fully functional arm of the federal government intelligence agency. So do you not think that T-Mobile and them are the same thing? Say that again. Yeah, I mean, say that like if there's influence from the federal government, you're talking about where the First Amendment would apply? Well, it, they use the private companies for things that they cannot do, but they have people from whether it's a Democrat or Republican sitting on their boards like Matt, uh, uh, Paul Ryan on Fox News. Do you not think that their content has changed dramatically since he's on the board because he hates people who are conservative? I mean, I think that if you're saying that there's governmental influences on these platforms, I think I would agree with you on that. And we saw that, I think, those rulings in Louisiana. No, I'm talking about control. Control. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean to, to what extent, I'm sure, yeah, there's... Take this down because we're telling you to, and they do. Well, I know they've attempted to do that. I mean, we saw that in those federal court cases that they did They've that. actually done it. Yeah, right, that they've... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I... I think we're going to need to see how the Supreme Court's going to rule on an issue like this with a private entity. You know, you talk about Twitter. Oh, or talk wait, about- wait, wait, wait. Dick Durbin and we're trying to... To, and, uh, and Schumer are trying to get rid of the Supreme Court because they make rulings they don't like. So now they're trying to put basically ethics laws in there that anybody can file a complaint and have somebody removed. Did you not know that? Well, I mean, I know they're all trying to you know shorten the number of justices but, and all that, or expand well, it, or whatever well, no, they're, they're doing. Now I mean, they're trying to because the rulings aren't what they want. Used to, the Supreme Court was God, but now that they're not getting the rulings they want, they're wanting to be able to go in there and say, X, Y, Z, judge, uh, you have an ethics complaint, so you have to recuse yourself from this key vote, which has never been the case. I mean, I go back to Elena Kagan. He was the one that wrote the Obama bill for Obamacare, and she got the rule on it. But, you know, I thought she should have recused herself, but it's up to each judge. It goes back. It's not just a slippery slope. It's a, it's a speed slide that we're already there. Well, Jerry, the only thing is I would say also that I don't know how any bill in Congress is going to be able to remove a justice because we're talking about it, this is in the Constitution. Now, the only thing that isn't in the Constitution, as you know, is the, the number of justices, which I think it was like the, the Judiciary Act of, what, 1867 or something set that. Yeah, that's it. I think that was it. Yeah, we, but, had a, we had a Democrat threaten to pack the court back in the 30s unless we gave them the New Deal. And so they did, because he's going to put 30 of them on there, because it wasn't going... That was FDR's plan. It didn't work out so well for him, though, either, if you recall. Well, it hadn't worked out so well for any of us. I mean, <laughs> it did. It did. I mean, they, like that That actually, before the entry of World, into World War II, that really was negative on FDR, where there was a lot of backlash for him trying to court pack, if I, yeah, from, well, if I remember my yeah. history correct. Well, yeah, hey, look, I appreciate you. I read that, and... and, and uh, um, Clay, I saw what you'd posted, and I've seen the Laura Loomer thing, and it's just like, and the funny thing is, I was considering going, not that, not that uh, uh, Verizon's any better, but hey, get a Faraday bag, you know, go back to the old Wi-Fi or something, and get your radio, two-way walkie-talkie, because it may come to that eventually. We'll, yeah. we'll start pinging each other every three or four miles, and get our messages across it may come hey what's that show red dawn wolverine we're gonna be like the wolverines before <laughs> well yeah another problem with the faraday bag as soon as you pull it out and, and log on they know where you're at anyway so it's really that's true uh, no i'm just yeah i just do that so they won't know between the you know between the radio point point station in my house and i've yeah. been over at the radio station with y'all yeah. <laughs> y'all are hey by the way i saw i, I said uh i saw the guy at uh martin's at costco a couple weeks ago i don't know if he's owner or not but i told him 
said to him, said, man, thanks for advertising on WYAD, but, man, you got a guy that comes there to eat lunch every day on the radio. Sean, somebody, you need to kick him out. He just started laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's there. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, I heard, I heard about that. I didn't know who did it. I appreciate you, Jerry. <laughs> no, but he's a good guy. We, I told him thanks for advertising. See you, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, you know, look when I just to clear, clarify when I when I broke this story or whatever you want to call it that I did when I stole Laura Loomer's content and shared it, um, I was not aware that it was <clears throat> for companies, not consumers, mm. private consumers. But neither here nor there, it, it is the slippery slope. It's Pandora's box. Yeah, I mean, I think you got a point about like, or how are they monitoring messages in the first place? How does that work? And I, you know, I'd have to kind of take a dive into how they do that, the technology for that, because that is kind of a scary thing. And I also think, you know, what Jerry's bringing up too, and kind of what I was trying to say before, how these private companies that are involved in mass communications, like social media and your cell phone companies, you know, where does the governmental influence in that become something where the First Amendment eventually protects, and it's not a private corporation? Yeah. I think that's an interesting kind of argument too. I mean, does this go back to the Patriot Act? Yeah, right. You know, yeah, they're allowed to you know to spy on Americans. Hmm. You know, well, we you said some things online that we deem uh, hate speech or misinformation, or you won't take the jab. You've been hmm. anti-jab, you know. So we're going to start spying on your text messages and looking for keywords like anti-government stuff. Post January six, anything that they don't like, they they can now deem terroristic. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Like, when when does the government influence on that on a private corporation become something where that's protected speech? Well, and I think that's an interesting, you know, legal conundrum. I guess you would say. All right, let's take a break. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yorkron. Phone line is six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. The Guns and Gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Uh, boom goes the Tannerite. Uh, that's for Kenneth out there on the Guns and Gear text line. Said I should tweak the Boom Goes the Dynamite. Boom Goes the Tannerite. Uh, this segment, guys, you out there making a bunch of returns on them Christmas gifts. Get over to Acme Pizza and Dacres if you're in the Flowood area after 4 o'clock today. They're open daily, 4 p.m. to midnight. They got 12 different specialty pizzas, 9 different frozen daiquiris on tap. And you can get said frozen daiquiris to go or delivered so uh how about that how about them apples uh check them out today try to pig 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 the dynamite balls and more they got pastas burgers and um they may be gearing up to a little after hours action here soon out there at uh acne pizza and daiquiris be sure to follow their facebook page for more information on that they're available on all major food delivery apps including take a break deliveries uber eats etc etc open daily 4 p.m to midnight located at fannin mart on the res right there in front of fannin lanes best pizza in rankin county all right sean uh let's see here let's clean up the text messages real quick guns and gear text line cassandra says you know i'm a diehard red dawn fan and i've made my son watch it many times to make sure he feels that level of paper that he feels that level of patriotism. What I didn't realize is just how prophetic and necessary that movie actually was. Honestly, I'm honestly shocked it hasn't been banned yet, Wolverines. You know, I've been telling anybody that would listen to really enjoy this Christmas and New Year's. I know I did. I made it a point to attend every family function. And Normally, I'm going to rush to get out and get back to the house and you know spend my 
enjoy my time off with myself. Now, this year my time off is a little different because I'm not, I don't work a traditional schedule, so it's not as stressing. But made the time to really enjoy it with my family because I think next year after the election, Christmas is going to look a lot different. Will there be Christmas next year? Yeah, I'm not saying Christmas is canceled. I'm just saying I don't think it's going to look like it did this year. I think it's this country is going to look completely different by this time next year. So I would just say all the little things that you enjoy doing over the next 12, well, 10 months, you know, all the things that you take for granted, I seriously tell you, I mean, enjoy them and uh, don't rush yourselves away from them. If it's a baseball game, go enjoy that baseball game. If it's a football game, go enjoy it. You know, if your kids are want to go on vacation this summer, take them. I'm just telling y'all, I, I think this country changes forever, for the worse, at uh, by the end of 2024. And, I, and again, nothing I'd rather be more wrong about. I will come up here on this radio show and be like, man, I was wrong. I doubted the heart of men. I doubted the faith. I doubted God to write this ship. Right now, it ain't looking too good. Uh, Bobcat says, the DOJ has electronic billboards on Highway 49 asking people to help in police brutality in Rankin County, have you seen them? I have seen them. I think, uh, I think Rankin DOJ County. DOJ's got billboards? Yeah. Hmm. He said DOJ. I, I'm not sure if it's DOJ or if it's a law firm, but I have seen the billboard. It's one right there in front of Pearl High School on 20. Really? Huh. Yep. Uh, Blake says, I think in order for law enforcement to tap your phone, they have to, they have to have a, they have to have something signed by a judge if that's the case. How is what T-Mobile doing legal? Well, I don't know. Brian Bailey was able to get them. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna that 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 one grinds my gears personally more than the Goon Squad stuff. And I know the Goon Squad stuff. Is you terrible. talk about the uh, the subpoenas for his girlfriend's text yeah. messages and our or lo- location data, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Teddy says, could there be a more appropriate name for that than Shaft? Talking about that T-Mobile thing? No. They, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like a, a, it's like what a rapper would name his album: "Sex, Hate, Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Are you you were over there on something. Uh, Fetterman. Yeah, Fetterman, who y'all hate so much, right? <laughs> I do hate Fetterman. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd said Clay an article about in the New York Times about John Fetterman uh, this weekend, and uh, I thought it was really interesting. Now he apparently the the left is now attacking him, and they got a hashtag on Twitter. It's called hashtag Genocide John, and it's because he is overwhelmingly supporting Israel, and they're mad at him for that. So now he's like, they're just they're blockading his district offices, and because they're saying that he's you know he's promoting genocide in Israel or in Gaza, and then then they're also mad at him because he had a quote here. He said, you know. He thinks that we should have a reasonable discussion on securing the border. So they're mad at him for those two things because now they feel like he kind of betrayed them, that he was supposed to, you know, I guess be pro-terrorist. I mean, I don't know if that's what they wanted him to do. But um, and so then he says now that like what I thought one of the best quotes are, he said, you know, he never he no longer relates to the overarching label of progressive, especially as the left has become more interested in demanding what he describes as purity tests. Which I think is true. I think that's happened on a lot of the far left. Yeah, where like Joe, Joe Biden and Tim Pool have been talking about the purity test stuff for a while from the left. It's like, um, you know, you you joke around and you talk about how Christian uh, or conservative politicians 
I'm 76 more percent Christian than you. Yeah. My, yep. the, the left is I'm 76 percent more woke than you. Yep. That's what's happened. And, you know, we've, we have turned our politics into our religion. Excuse me. Getting over cold this week. So. But, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a, yeah, it's like, you know, the, yeah, there's a, there's that purity test on the right and the left now. It's like, you know, you got to love the terrorists the most. We got to go for that. You know, we, it, it's just the, whatever's the next step of, of insanity, they're like making it even where Fetterman, who's always been a progressive guy is saying, look, I mean, we should secure the border. How is that crazy? Like we should do that. This is a, this is a problem. And they're like, no, we cannot do that. We cannot do that. So now, you know, we don't like you anymore. And just same thing with Israel. He's like, I support Israel. I don't support the terrorists. Well, now you're genocide, John. Because now the Israelis are committing genocide, yet they were the ones attacked. I just, you know. Look, I, we keep saying it. I know I beat it into the ground. Palestine after round, Palestine found out. You don't get to, when you start a fight, mm-hmm. you don't get to dictate the terms of the revenge, of the retaliation. No, absolutely not. I mean, and, and you know, I was equated to us after 9-11. What would we have done? You know, if this was some, if we actually knew where they all were, of course they were spread out in our case. But I mean, if we knew they were just in this little area, I don't think we, I don't think any American would be like, I can't believe they're killing people. Like, no, I don't think anybody would have said that for nine eleven. And this was their nine eleven. We, we we would have put Metallica seek and destroy on, mm-hmm. and we'd have been bombs over Baghdad. Yeah, I mean, if they let's say they were like oh, really in Iraq, I mean yeah. they weren't, but if they were. I mean, we would have, we would have just, we would have all about that, especially that small area that Gaza is. I mean, we would have, it would have been bad. I mean. I don't, if somebody had dropped a nuke, we'd or probably be like, okay. <laughs> like, no, I don't think anybody would have cared. Or, or good, depending upon your perspective. Or good, right? I mean, so now that the Israelis are responding to their 9-11, I don't, it's just hard for me to you know, think they're committing genocide, I guess. You know, I'm going to roll an idea out that I don't want to go as far as to say a prediction. But I think in the next year, two years, I, I think somebody's going to use a nuclear bomb. I hope not. That's not going to be good. Well, you know. I guess it won't matter what happens with the election after that, right? No, I think somebody's going to use a, use a nuclear bomb. What are the rules? We're running out of time here. Mm-hmm. Just, do you know off the top of your head, can America have a, have an election during wartime, like legitimate wartime? Well, we can. had one in 1864, and uh, Lincoln was reelected, and in 1944, yeah. FDR was. So, okay. yeah. yeah. I, I, I've heard them. I've heard the it thrown around. They're going to try to get us in war, so we can't have mm-hmm. an election. Now, I mean, we, I mean, you know, FDR was reelected, reelected to his fourth term in 1944, so during World War II, the midst of World War II. Yeah. And, I mean, Abraham Lincoln was reelected in 1864, even though the country, I guess, was split. What was point. FDR's popularity like there in the, in the, the winding years of that fourth term? A pretty, I mean, he was pretty popular. I think he was stayed the course. He, if I'm remembering correctly, he overwhelmingly won that. I think he actually ran against Thomas Dewey in 44, and then Dewey, of course, ran against Truman again in 48, and that famous Dewey defeats Truman headline, which didn't happen. Truman actually won. But um, I think, yeah, I think FDR was pretty popular in 44. Still, even though, you know, it, he was the only president that we've had that's been elected to four terms. Because before that, it was George Washington had served two terms, so everybody else said, okay, we're just going to serve two terms, even though it wasn't law yet. And then they changed that, of course, after FDR, you know, decided he was going to be president forever. Yeah. And uh, they changed that, and then it was the two terms. What are your thoughts on that? What? I'm just kind of jumping out a rabbit hole here mm-hmm. on the uh, two terms. I think it's a good. I think it's a good thing. I don't think that somebody should, you know, be president forever. I think two terms is, is a, eight years is a good good standard thing. I mean, and I think you know everybody thought that since George Washington only did it that everybody everybody followed suit for quite a long time and, until the 1940s. But um, but of course you know eventually somebody is going to want power forever. In this day and age, I don't think unlimited terms would work at all. I'm no. glad we don't have that. Not at all. Sure. Uh, 
uh, Bobcat says, I just wanted to remind us about Michigan Supreme Court not allowing Trump to be taken off the ballot. You had yeah. mentioned that. We hadn't had a chance to get to it. Mm-hmm. Jerry says, we did not have a legitimate election in 2020. Un- unknown Texture says, the government records every byte of internet traffic, including location, text, searches, and emails, and all others justification to use that info publicly. I agree with that 100%. Uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting, man. I, I think again, just if nothing else comes from my advice here, you'll have a better relationship with your family. You'll have a better relationship with God, and you will uh, you'll be happier knowing that you slowed down and enjoyed everything a little bit more over the next twelve months. If, if again, if I'm wrong, hey, I hope I'm wrong. It's my job to get out there and sell radio advertising and help people build their businesses and look for the future and and all that. But I, you know, I have to be honest too, and I'm just saying, man, I think dark times are upon us because again, what side is going to accept the election results? Nobody, nobody's going to accept it. And what's going to happen based on the Democrats, especially? Well, and, and you know, if you want to look, if you really want to say January sixth was a what well, was an insurrection. Either side have both sides have proven that they will tear some stuff up. Also, you know, I was just talking about this with my dad over Christmas. Like, just not even the election. Let's take the Trump like January sixth case that Jack Smith got. Right. Let's say Donald Trump gets convicted. Do you, I mean, do you think half the country is going to accept that? No. Yeah. And then, have, and then also, I mean, there. And, I still think, find out Jack Jack Smith's not even legitimate. Uh, it's, it's against the law for him to even be doing this. Is that I mean, we've read yeah. into that yet? But I mean, so the um, my point is though, it's a no win situation. I mean, it's absolutely. It's not going to be like like everybody's been like, oh, look, all this evidence came out. Trump did it. He's convicted. Kumbaya. That's not going to happen. No. I mean, that's not going to happen at all. Like I, I was joking with Dad. I said, even if Donald Trump took the stand and said, I did it. There will still be people who say, well, they put him up to do it, saying that. I, I, I mean, that's what I mean. So, like, I it's a no-win situation for anybody. This just doesn't turn out well, you put, in you my put, opinion. You, you put Trump in a prison, it, it, it's going to turn into the hot spot, hot spot for war. I, I mean, mean it's gonna, all hell's going to break loose out there. I think it's, I think it's a very, it's a, it's a bad outcome either way you go. And then, like, if he gets acquitted, then I think half the country's be like, was the fix in? Did he get he by a juror? Did he, you know, what yeah, happened here? That's a great point. I mean, let's take a break real quick. Come back, man, the plane for the day with Sean Yorkron on the Clay Edwards show. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards show, the soothing sounds of the Clay Edwards show. Here with Sean Yorkron on a W Y A B soft soul, <laughs> soft talk, 103.9 FM. Sean, fun show today, man. Yeah, man, it's great. Enjoyed it. Uh, guys, I appreciate y'all getting up and listening. I know a lot of people are still off work. Uh, again, shout out to my buddy Kenneth busting my busting my chops yesterday from running, playing a rerun, but a uh, day after Christmas. Um, after working all those years in the car business, having to be there the day after Christmas, I was taking that day after all. That day after all, I didn't want to spend half of Christmas doing show prep. But look, I will be back here Friday. Sean will be right here with me. Uh, follow me on social media at Save JXN. Go f- join the Clay Edwards Show Facebook page today. Peace. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards Show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And of course, You're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on The Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.